if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did and welcome to Get Schooled by Marcella Alonzo. Today I have Jay from Why Not. He is a close personal friend of mine. Um, he works at Why Not and he can tell you a lot more about the company. Thank you, Jay, for coming on as a guest. I'm so glad you're here. It's always nice seeing you at Exotica and different events. And um, please introduce yourself for my audience. Let people know who you are, how you came about into the industry, your history before that. We would love to hear that too as well. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Marcel. It's always a pleasure to see you and interact with you and uh, be a part of your podcast. This is awesome. So uh, yeah, basically, uh, my name is Jay. I'm one of the owners of Why Not. We're a media organization doing marketing, email software, events, as well as award shows. And we work directly with the content creator and the model community, as well as webmasters, affiliates, business owners, and the executive side of the industry. Uh, I started out in 2000. I answered an ad about almost 23 years ago. Uh, looking for someone to do PR for an adult industry business. In fact, but it didn't really say adult industry. It was very vague. Uh, I found out when I went in mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, obviously I got the job and then here we are years later and I'm one of the owners of this company. Uh, so I have been with primarily Why Not or the parent company of Why Not uh, for almost 23 years now. So before that, uh, I got out of college, I moved to LA and I produced, uh, I went on to try to pursue an acting career. So I was in Los Angeles. I did a bunch of TV shows. If you IMDb me, you'll find a bunch of my credits. So I was doing TV, independent movies. I did one mainstream uh, movie. I also did commercials. And it was all fun and good, but, you know, it's a tough life. And there's a lot of rejection that's involved. So, you know, by the time I reached 30, it was like, okay, I better find a backup plan. So... Uh, I was doing some behind the scenes work in the Hollywood entertainment industry, learned how to basically function as an adult at that point, uh, hone my writing and my speaking skills and all that stuff. I uh, did that for a couple of years before I moved into the adult industry in 2000. Well, so it's the year 2000 you got into and you just answered a little ad on Craigslist. It was in Ad Week magazine, which is like a mainstream advertising magazine. Uh, -huh. uh, that, uh, ironically enough, the company that I worked for at the time was getting, and I'm just like, cause I knew I had to get the hell out of that job. I mean, I, I worked for a boutique firm that did PR for, 
a lot of different things in Hollywood. And the majority of the people there were female and fresh out of college and very hungry. And I was none of those things. So it's like, you know, I was there burning up bandwidth, looking at porn on the computer on work time. Uh, I was actually also, you know, put in charge of running a trade show, which proved to be really beneficial for what I would need later on. I was Uh writing press releases. I was distributing them. I was making sales pitch calls to newspaper editors uh, to basically help the careers of people that I wanted someone to do that for me. And uh, yeah, so the transition of getting out of that was really easy. The money was better. The subject material was a lot more interesting. And there was absolutely zero stigma for me to make that move. Well, because you're a man, it was zero. Okay. That and, you know, my family's very accepting. And I mean, you know, my, my, my own guy, it's just like, you know, if this is what I'm going to work in, then I'm definitely going to give it a shot because what I'm doing at the time certainly had no future. And I needed to look ahead and figure out what I was going to do because I knew so many people that were either still in the entertainment industry or still pursuing acting and they were older than me and they were still doing the grind and not making a lot of money. And, and I just, I didn't, I didn't want that. Um, I mean, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to, you know, to have right. some regular, you know, regular spot on a TV show or, you know, do a string of movies, but uh, yeah, I didn't stick around long enough to really, you know, see if I would succeed or fail. And instead I chose this option and uh, yeah. So I started out with why not, uh, which was actually owned by the parent company that would later go on to become stream at the time. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. It was a very short period of time. It was a company called Sex Tracker, uh, uh-huh. which was a web counter back in you know the earliest days. And they had made a deal to own Why Not, I believe. God, when was it? I think it was before I started in the industry, like January of 2000. I came on a couple months later. And within a year's time, they had severed ties. Uh, Sex Tracker went their own way and would later become Stream 8 years later. Why Not mm-hmm. went its own way. And that's where I went. And, you know, was doing PR, trade show management, all the stuff that I was doing in Hollywood, I was doing, you know, for this company and adult. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, through some management changes and then Connor, the other owner of the uh, company, he and I basically saw a lot of potential. And uh, at some point we got both of the owners bought out and Mm -hmm. took over ourselves. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Took over. And you guys are doing a good job because I do see you, you guys attend every Exotica um, I've been to your why not? Um, what was it that I went to? The Cam Awards in Hollywood. The Cam Awards. Nope. And that was good. Um, so the purpose of why not? Because like I shared with you earlier before, I thought it was like a mail service. What all does why not do? That's definitely one industry? of it. Yeah, that's huh? definitely one of it. Uh, one of the things that we do, which might be of interest to a lot of your listeners. Uh, is that we provide email marketing software. So if you've heard of like MailChimp or Constant Contact or YMLP or any of those mainstream solutions, we provide a platform that allows you to send out mass mails to your entire email list. So, you know, if you're a performer and you should definitely be, you know, acquiring as many email lists, as many emails of your fans as you possibly can. Right. Uh, We have some people that have, you know, tens of thousands of emails on their fan list. And the important thing is, is that once you have this email list, you should be marketing to it on a regular basis. And by doing that, you know, sending out a mass email through Gmail or Yahoo or anything like that, it's just a recipe for disaster. And obviously using a mainstream solution isn't great either, because while, yes, you will get emails through, 
at some point they're going to find out that you're sending out adult content or they're going to find out that, uh, you know, maybe you've got an ill-gotten email list. I don't know. Uh, but bottom line is, is that these mainstream solutions, for the most part in their terms and services, forbid any kind of adult content. In fact, they'll lump us in with illegal activities, trafficking, pharmaceuticals, just bullshit stuff. So even if you're saving a few bucks, people should not want to do business with them. Uh, whereas with us, you know, like you said, we're at, our, we're at the shows, we're very accessible. And the bottom line is with Why Not Mail, you go in, you upload your list, you build a template, or you can have my guy do it for you. You send it out, you pay a fee per month on how many emails you send out. And then, you know, you watch the results come in. Uh, you know, if you're only spending 20, 30 bucks a month on an email service, but you're making a few hundred dollars on bringing in new fans who are subscribing to your stuff, then you're doing a great job. Right. That's one of the things we do. We're a software company. The other things that we do, like you had mentioned, we have an award show called the Why Not Cam Awards, where we award cam performers, content creators uh, in Hollywood every October. We have a trade show built around that called Why Not Cam Unity, which is business to business only. So very different from Exotica. You can show up, roll out of bed, go to some seminars, network with your friends, find people to collaborate with, talk to some of the executives of the platforms that are, you know, sponsoring the show like Flirt for Free or I Want Clips or Chatterbait, uh, for example. Uh, and then uh, we also do an award show for the business side of the industry uh, called simply just the Why Not Awards. And I've been doing that in Prague at the European Summit now for, ooh, geez, 13 years. Wow. And then lastly... We have numerous news and information sites. Why not.com? Why not Europe.com? Why not cam.com? Why not shootme.com? These are articles, press release coverage. I mean, you know, if you wanted to put out uh, an article or PR about your podcast and some of the upcoming guests that you have, we would run that for you on why not.com. We'd put it in our newsletter, which goes out to 15,000 members. And then, of course, at the Exotica shows and at AVN and at Why Not. Any of the events we attend, we have Buster, uh, who does all of our photography for that. And we have all the photos, you know, all the great stuff that you see at these shows. So we do a lot of coverage for news, articles, tutorials, uh, information, and marketing. You know, it's a great opportunity for companies to put their logos on our sites and be seen by all the right people. Right. And I have to say, through the past couple of years, um, the press releases that have gone, I see a difference. With my marketing numbers, whenever it does appear on Why Not, I personally do recognize and I see the difference, but also I subscribe and I see a lot of times I see the articles like, for instance, uh, what's going on with talent testing right now? You recently had an article, what's going on? I think it's good for anybody in the business that is doing online work, whether you just have an OnlyFans, whether you just have, I think it's good they just subscribe to Why Not you know, to see what's going on because a lot of people are entering the business and they're not really educating themselves. And it's, uh, it's like turning into the wild, wild West right now. I feel like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, yeah. I don't think we're ever going to return back to the days, the way things were back in the nineties and the early zeros, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, which, you know, for better, or for worse, there was a lot of great things back then. And there was a lot of things that hadn't been spoiled yet in the industry. Right. Um, you know, there was no free porn back then. You you had to pay for it. The yeah. best you were going to get was a six second clip. <laughs> now, uh, you know, that's all changed, obviously. And, you know, there's there's just there is a lot of things going on. We're kind of seeing a little bit of revolutionizing going on. But um, 
yeah, there is a lot of things that people that are getting into the industry now or who have only been here maybe since the beginning, beginning of the pandemic uh, that should really, you know, educate themselves on. Right, right. I call them pandemic Beckys. <laughs> they're coming in. They don't know what everything is going on. All of a sudden, they're a coach and they want to educate people. But, um, you know, by me just looking at like I'll be on, you know, I live here in New York. I take the train and I'll see sometimes I'll open up my email and I'll, I subscribe and I get these new articles. I'm getting informed about different things and different things that are politically happening to everybody as a performer, what's going on instead of one day going, oh my God, why is this happening? I'm being discriminated. No, I think it, it as a, a person that's been in the adult entertainment, I think you have to constantly be on top of stuff. And I think your company is great. Also, I have to say at the awards, um, I was very impressed with the awards situation. There's a lot of performers that just don't, you know, they're personal, they're not ready to cross the line or maybe they're doing camming. And I kind of feel like, uh, we're losing camp performers every year. I don't see so many people doing cam as much anymore um, because of the like OnlyFans platform and all that. Are you noticing that too? Or is that my own? No, I mean, I am noticing maybe fewer and fewer are focusing on their camming and instead focusing more on content creation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sales of their clips and, you know, utilization of fan sites. Um, I mean, there's still many, many, many cam performers out there that are really killing it and doing great and everything. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's that's still. But I do like. I really did like the award ceremony that you had because it was a. It was you know there was people that just got in the business and they're you know they're camming, they're trying their hardest, and and uh, a lot of camp performers. It's an isolated business. You're all by yourself. Yeah. You're not socializing. You're not around people daily, um, but here you are giving them a voice, a chance to be seen. Right. Um, which is great because, you know, not a lot, they're not getting that chance. You know, right. they have to just show up and, and camping to me is hard. You have to show up, be a scheduled time. You have to sit there. You have to like, look, it's not so easy to do camp. You have to engage. You're dealing with real time trolls. You have to be creative. You have to do, you know, things to keep yourself from burning out or getting bored. Uh, right. There's just there's so many factors that go into being successful as a cam as a cam person. And I mean, in addition to that, you know, obviously you've been around for a long time. I've been around for a long time. Sustainability is really the name of the game. You know, the industry, yes. you know, what might be working for you for a few years, you know, might dwindle and, you know, the profits cut in half. And now you need to find something else. There's just there's always change. And there's always something that really kind of turns the industry on its ear, like every, you know, five to seven years or something like that. Something that really revolutionized. No, no, since I, when I, when I very first started in 95, first it was stripping and there was, um, you know, like stripping was the big thing. And I remember they would have featured dancers. Some club would have featured dancers. And then I remember I got, I first got on stream mate in 2011, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And I really didn't know what I was doing, but I saw the money. Like, I wasn't making crazy money, but I was like, oh, my God, I could take a break from the strip club. Like, that's what I looked at it. But it was, again, it was very difficult at the time. My daughter was young and, um, you know, not everybody can cam because they've got children in there. And it's great we have all these platforms, but I think, you know, um, and it's good for people that, that need to make it an income, but... You know, things have changed because I remember Streammate was a lot different than it is today. Yeah. And um, 
uh, yeah, everything is always evolving, always changing, never the same, never, uh, you know what I mean? And that's where you have to get informed constantly and you have to be up on your toes and you have to get to know each company and each platform and the rules and how do you work it and everything else. So um, yep. it's great that you have Why Not and you have your conferences. And I saw that uh, you have the and what type of panels did you have at the last why not because I just saw like a couple but when I went to LA I, I just saw a couple and um I didn't really like to have a chance to go buy any of them to be honest sure no no worries uh all of our panels are basically geared towards the performer we have a panel with all the executives from all the major platforms that are there to answer your questions and tell you you know what's going on uh you know in the future what to expect with their with their sites uh on how to maximize your earnings with them. Uh, we did a panel on what it's like to do couples, you know, couples camming and couples content creation. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of things that go into it that people don't think about. You know, if you're trying to build a brand and you're working with someone that might not be, you know, with the same common goals as you, you need to figure out what's going to be the best way to produce the best content uh, and how, how are you going to share the earnings? How are you going to promote it? Uh, right. A lot of things that you just don't think about. It's like, oh, you know, let's let's have fun. Let's do a collab. Uh, but there's, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. So we had a panel focusing on that. Oh, uh, that's you know, good because yeah. I, I've run into some collab issues myself. Yeah. I, I had a, a one time I had a girl give my phone number to a fan and mm -hmm. I'm sitting there getting my hair done. And all of a sudden this guy is calling me and I'm like, who gave you my number? And he couldn't even tell me. And I said something to her and she acted very weird about it. And it was just, I was just like, you, yo, that's not the way you handle things. Like, yeah. And then yes. I was in another collab and, um, that I was in and, uh, the girl, you know, you talk about when the collab before you do it, what time or the price or whatever, but sometimes you may want to st put stuff in writing. Sometimes you might want to get a two, two, five, seven. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't want to get, a, a, you want to make sure you see a clean test. And yeah. especially right now yeah. with what's going on especially. with the industry is people that are just now opening up their OnlyFans, they're not getting tested. <sighs> they're performing. They're making crazy amount of money, but they want to do a collab. And, and I'm sorry, I'm not a. Uh, munching down on anything if i <laughs> everybody if i don't see a, a test, test yeah. you know everybody needs to show right. a clean test and they need to it needs to be discussed you know you need to discuss what's going to happen during the collab what's not going to happen i mean all this stuff needs to just be be ironed out especially if you want to continue doing this with other people in the future right um, you know so we, we we discuss we discuss a lot of these things during the That's panels good. we tell people you know, mistakes that they're making while they're creating content, what they should be doing uh, to maximize their earnings. What can they do to hold on to their fans? Uh, just a lot of things, you know, we really try to teach sustainability through Why Not? Because yes, everyone wants to make that quick buck. Everyone wants to uh, be able to, you know, have nice things and be able to uh, see results from their hard work. And, right. you know, so many people, I mean, I don't know what the percentage is. I'd have to pull a number out of my ass, but it's a very high number of people that get into this industry and they never really make any kind of serious income or they never find their stride or they're gone, you know, within a year or so right. or less. Uh, it's a very significant number. And, uh, you know, we want someone who's, <laughs> who's interested in being in the industry and being, you know, hardworking to succeed. 
and to be right. able to continue to succeed and to be able to help, you know, impart whatever knowledge they can on others who have the desire to succeed, because there's enough room for, for all of us to be here. I mean, you know, there's going to be fans coming onto the internet on a daily basis worldwide. It's right. just figuring out how to tap into that. And, and then you you're know. right. The most important thing is sustaining and keeping your career going on yeah. because a lot of people want to find shortcuts for fast success, but are you going to keep that fan base continually? Are you going to keep on making that money? What about next year? Right. And um, a lot of things are, I'm personally seeing in the media, a lot of things are very misleading right now. Um, and that's good. That's good that there's a platform and I wish more people would, um, you know, subscribe to why not and and take advantage, especially of the mail service because that is you're you're right about that. Like there's times where you know people are losing social media, yep. And a mail list is vital. For instance, um, I had a small mail list and I started a YouTube. I sent it out, and I saw the numbers grow like that for you know the YouTube. And then, like I've said, the press releases they really do help, especially when you have all those people instead of buying promo you know, look about getting mail lists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, if you just, just do the simple math, I mean, you know, a small account with why not mail. And I mean, I, I hate to sound all sales pitchy here, but the bottom line is whether someone goes with why not mail or they go with someone else, right. having an email list is so important because yeah, I mean, only fans a year, a year, a few months ago uh, decided and they make a public statement that they were going to be removing all adult uh, entertainment content, which, you know, sent everyone into a tailspin for a few days and it ended up costing a lot of people some money as well. And they lost fans and, it, you know, but they tipped their hand while they didn't go ahead and do it. Now we know that they very well could decide to do it anytime. You never know. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have your own email list and you're not reliant on some other platform. I mean, we see people getting their Instagram accounts yanked all the freaking time. And that's yeah. a huge moneymaker for some people. I mean, if you're sitting there with 100,000 followers, and I mean, in many cases, more millions of followers, but even if you're sitting there with, say, even 10,000 followers, which is still a very noble thing, and you're relying on that. And when you put out stories and you manage to get a dozen or two dozen people to, to click through and you know sign up, whether they're not spending any money at that point or not, but they eventually will. When you lose that, that income stream is immediately cut off. And right. if you have an email list, you are able to market to that, you know, just doing the math here. Let's just say you have an email list of 500 names, just 500 names. You know, you're spending $25 a month with why not mail. You're getting a one weekly one mailer out once a week, you know, Hey, I just put up some new content here. Go to this. I'm doing a cam show on this day at this time. You know, here's a poll. What theme do you want to see? Try to engage your fans. And then, you know, just say five people out of the 500, go ahead and, and do something. And they're buying tokens or they're, you know, buying, you know, membership. All you need is just a couple of really small sales to, to break even. And in the meantime, you've gotten the message out to all these other people, you know, maybe by the fifth time, they're going to go ahead and take action. Maybe by the 10th time, maybe not, right. but right. you're getting that message out and you're staying engaged. But also people. what I have to say is, cause I, um, tell people like I have a big Instagram, but no only place you're going to go find my link is in my bio. You're not even allowed to use the sticker that says click link in the bio. And people don't even realize that if you, if you make reference on Instagram that you have an adult site, you will lose your account. And I think um, people went to XBiz, for instance, my girlfriend went to XBiz and she had a Facebook fan page and she took a picture with the XBiz logo and some of the logos and she got kicked off Facebook mm -hmm. right afterwards. So um, 
you know, with the social medias, you cannot, um, I have learned from Kelly Roberts, you cannot advertise sex toys on your social media. Um, you can on Twitter, but you can on IG. So even if you do build up an IG or you grow it, because a lot of people seem to think like if you have a large IG, you're making all this money. It doesn't mean you could do what you do just because you see Playboy with nipples out and you say Playboy doing this doesn't mean you can do it. You're not Playboy. You're no. not Madonna. You're not Britney Spears. You yeah, know, different like, rules, different rules right. and discrimination. Right. It's uh, different it's rules. It's discrimination. But Absolutely. like my fault. The, my father raised me, when in Rome, you always do as Romans do. So with Instagram, the way I look at it, you don't want to put anything that you don't want your 13-year-old or 12-year-old to see, you know? And I say that, like, you know, think of it like that. Who Nowadays, these kids have phones. They're 10, 12 years old. Yeah. And back in my day, probably your day, remember the, to get a hold of a Playboy was a big deal just to see breasts. Absolutely. And, you know, and and... You know, you when you start exposing more and more to porn and all these things, especially to younger people, it, it just desensitizes people. So there's a reason these social medias, you know, have that. So you've got to market smarter. And I think a mail list is actually ideal, especially like I can tell you when, you know, in my YouTube, that kind of was what grew my YouTube oh, yeah. um, was a mailing list. And it works. You know, anything you have, you want to push. Yeah. You know, you push and you keep on building it up, you build it up and then you save that mail list and uh, it's so worth it to have, you know what I mean? The social, all the social media, it's, it's necessity, but you've got to play the game. You've got to play, play by the rules to keep on going. You can't just do everything. And I think a lot of people came on and they're seeing these articles where, you know, this person makes 200,000 a month, but people are not telling the realities of what it is to daily get into work. And that's why I feel like cam models, they really work the hardest because every day they wait, you know, they have to get the environment going. They have to be in a happy mood. They have to stick with a schedule. Yeah. Um, they have to deal with trolls and oftentimes they're sitting there on cam. Sometimes they don't even make any money. They, yeah. but they still have to come in day after day and to prove themselves, to keep up their fan base and nobody's, yeah. you know, yeah, that's what needs to be expressed. Yeah. One thing that I also tell a lot of people that are just getting into the industry, you know, they might have some really good days where they're making, you know, $500 for being on cam for a few hours or even a thousand dollars plus. And then they'll have another couple of days where they're not even making a hundred dollars and they'll be on for like five, six hours, you know, and then they'll be like, Hey, you know, I see so-and-so and she's bragging about how much she's making and this and that. And, you know, I tell people, look, you cannot compare yourself to anybody. I mean, everybody is different. Yes. Right. You might be very similar to another cam model. You might be very similar in how you look, how you present yourself, your attitude, your number of followers, you know, all that stuff might be very similar. But not any two people are created differently. I mean, they're all right. everybody's created differently. I mean, you know, I know particular cam models who are making well into the six figures per year. I mean, mm -hmm. they're not reaching a million dollars per year, but I mean, they're making you know quarter mil, half mil as cam models. And you know, a lot of times, you know, they captured lightning in a bottle. They happen to be in the right place at the right time. You know, maybe their Instagram is how they started out and they just blew up on that and they managed to somehow hone that traffic to go into their uh, their cam shows. Uh, maybe they got some piece of mainstream uh, coverage. Maybe Yahoo wrote an article and included their link and then all of a sudden, bam, you're going to get I mean, something like that is golden. 
But everybody's situation is very different. When you get online, uh, when you started, uh, where you're getting your fans, just right. I tell people to try not to be discouraged and try not to compare yourselves with others. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could compare myself to all kinds of other dudes in the industry. And I would drive myself absolutely batshit crazy, especially for the fact that I've been around longer than just about everybody else. But, right. you know, I don't. At the end of the day, I'm still here. I'm still diversifying. I'm doing a little bit of everything. And, you know, that's partially out of design and interest, but also out of necessity. So, right. you know, and I, I can say one thing for as long as I've been in sex work, consistency is key overall. Every day I wake up, I'm posting on my social medias, I'm doing a reel, I'm doing a part. You have to be consistent every day. Um, this is because I've inquired people through the years because I've been in it so long that come in and they take pictures one day, they post, but then three weeks falls, comes around and they don't feel like posting. And then they're, they're like, well, I'm going to make, I'm going to make, I want to make this amount of money, but you know, it, it's a business that daily you have to get up and work seven days a week. It's not, it's not a. Yeah. Even if you're not performing, you should be doing yeah. something on your yeah. other day off, whether it's just engaging with your fans somehow or yeah. building something or putting thought into something else. You know, once in a while, yes, for, for mental health and just for your own peace of mind. Right. Yeah, it's good to take a day off completely, just completely unplug, unwind. Let everyone know, hey, I need to I need to take a break. I need to go to the spa. I need to sleep in for for 14 hours. You know oh, what? I don't know that. I don't know. <laughs> so. I don't know that day off at all. No, I'm always doing. I'm personally always doing something. Yeah. Um, but it is. Yeah, no, you're right. People do need a day because but have a schedule, be consistent. And that's the key to success. Just, um, you know, I really think it's. um not good in society that everybody and it's not me being jealous or a hater but since the pandemic i've seen all these articles and all these people and even girls on twitter that they're going to hide their face but they're not going to show their face but they're going to talk about oh this went viral i'm making this amount of money and they're bullshitting they're bullshitting they're not telling the truth they're not being honest they're um And I'm seeing, I've noticed this, there's a lot of people coming into the business, they're starting these coaching programs, they're trying to get people to pay them, and they're giving them false advice. Well, you're telling me, you're telling me people are just getting into the industry, and they're already saying that they're going to be coaching. Yeah, well, I've seen it for my eyes, people that came in during the pandemic, I have witnessed this firsthand. And they they've only done like only fans or maybe um like they've never cam they've never stripped they've never done um they've never done porn they've never done anything and they get in and then they they get a little bit of beginner's luck because it's their first rodeo i call it beginner's luck i've seen it with every form of sex work where somebody gets in they get lucky it goes to their head. They get their head gets a little bit inflated. They they're on a high horse. It's you know, and you got to bring them down to reality. <laughs> well, and you know what I mean. And and then I see I've noticed this, and I could show you later on the tweets of people what they're saying. They have a coaching program behind it all. Wow. And they wow. they seem to have this level of knowledge, and wow. um, 
you know, but also when I say, and I've talked to these people and I've run into them and then I'll say something like, oh, you know who Jay from Why Not is? And they're like, who, who? Like, or I'll say, well, you know about talent testing. What? Huh? Oh yeah. That right that, there. And, right. Yeah. You took yeah. the words. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, basically, yeah. you know, and I hope that more and more people do this, whether they approach people like yourself who've been around in it for a long time or yeah. me or anyone who, you know, exudes some kind of authority and certainly knowledge from longevity. You, right. You need to ask questions. No, no. I was at Exotica DC and, yeah. you know, I'm sitting at the booth where they had my booth. They had me by the swinger section and I'm yeah. like, okay, I have no issue. I like couples or whatever. Right. And a couple comes by me and I go, Hey, you know, are you following me? Because I got a booth at Exotica because yeah. I am pushing my brand as a whole. This isn't about me getting only fan subscriber. Me as a business, I'm paying for my own booth because yep. I am pushing myself as a whole. Yeah. So anybody passing by, I'm doing what anybody else would do at a convention. I'm going, hi, um, my name's Marcella. Are you following me on social media? And I said this to this couple. Yeah. And the husband's walking with the wife and he goes, no, you need to follow my wife. She's homegrown mom or something, some weird like everybody's a mom and a mouth you understand like uh, now and he goes you need to follow my wife and I said well why don't you guys go get a booth then you know like I'm here paying for the booth right and then he goes you know she's at this percentage here's her card like that and and cocky as shit what an asshole yeah like and he's holding and their heads are inflated and I'm like I just threw the card away yeah Okay. As you should. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm just like, it's cool if you see people and they're walking around. Mm-hmm. But now, as you can see, you understand, you know, now um, they got into the business. They don't know who I am. They don't yeah. know the business as an aspect. And I am there promoting my sign. Instead of stopping, their ego now is so inflated that he's got to let me know her homeroom, mom, whatever her whatever name because they're all like you know what i'm saying they're all moms and they're all teachers and they're all like it's every square civilian now in the business that just wants to out slut each other um and top each other but you know you look like an ass (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and it's the husband and that's another weird thing and i'm not trying to shame couples that come into the business because there's some nice couples that they cam together and they do it together and whatever but I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, it's people like, oh, we can do this. And they think it's easy and maybe they get success or whatever. But this is your first rodeo. Right. You and he's not doing her any, dis- he's doing her a big disservice by acting like a complete asswipe. You know, right. it's like, yeah, I meet, I meet thousands of people per year. I mean, that's, that's no joke, whether online or in person, I, I probably attend at least 10 trade shows per year, maybe more, uh, and, and another handful of gatherings as well. So I'm either interacting or meeting with, you know, thousands of people over the course of the year. And I really try to not have a lot of gray area on my attitudes about people. Mm-hmm. I, I, I consider either someone is someone who, who I want to get to know and they get it. And there's someone who, you know, is good for the industry or they're not. And, right. you know, I tend to not pull any punches when it comes to it. I think people know whether I like them or not, or whether I'm interested in being a part of their community and they're a part of mine. 
and that, you know, I would be willing to help them or be available for them, you know, in whatever capacity possible. I mean, you either fall into that category or you don't. And uh, I'm always, always on the lookout for people that, you know, I think are doing good things. They're working hard. They've got a great attitude. And, you know, I want to at least be part of what drives their success or their interest in continuing to move forward because, you know, great people beget great people. And, you know, the more of them that we have in the industry and the fewer of the others that are out there right, that, right. that just don't get it. It's just like, you know, they can go away. Right. You know, exactly. And I think education and key, because if let's say I was selling candles and I'm just throwing something out, yeah. I'm going to want to educate myself about candles. I'm going to want to educate myself how to build candles. I'm going to want to network with other candle makers. I'm going to want to, you know, talk to other candle makers. I'm going to want to, how can I improve this? And that's the same thing with this business. How can I, you know, how can I improve this business you know, that I'm in now, what can I do for my brand overall to keep it going? And that's what's important. I, that's why I feel like why not is so valuable for everybody, because just because I look at I look at the newsletters and I read articles all the time and I'm informed with everything when the sex pamphlet breach happened. It was why not that I read it I, when I was wondering what was going on. I didn't know why, because it comes right to my email. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so and, much. I appreciate hearing that. Right, right, yeah. right. And you you guys keep people informed. So that being said, Jay, can you please let everybody know how they can subscribe to Why Not email, how they could possibly get Why Not uh, mail, and how they can also find you as well before we end this uh, podcast. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Marcella. So basically, for Why Not mail, it's Y-N-O-T mail, M-A-I-L, Why Not mail. That is our email software service uh, that you would upload your email list to and send out your own email marketing newsletters. Just go to whynotmail.com, send a request for a free demo. My guy will help you out. He'll hold your hand as much or as little as you need it. And you basically pay on how much you're sending. If you're sending out a million emails a month, uh, then you you pay X amount of dollars. If you're sending out you know, a couple thousand, it's all on a scale. So we try to keep it, you know, as fair as possible. So that's for that. Uh, to receive our newsletters and everything at Why Not, go to Why Not ID. That's Y N O T I D dot com. Sign up for an account. We can have you registered as either an executive or as a performer or as a fan. We have newsletters for all the different uh, types in our industry. And uh, by doing that if, as well, if you go to whynot.com, uh, we have a tab at the top that says newsletters. You can go ahead and opt in to whatever it is that you want to receive. Uh, but at the end of the day, you'd be getting something from us uh, once a day, maybe twice a day. It wouldn't be anything more than that. There's nothing more obnoxious than signing up to something and getting a dozen emails. I mean, I see mainstream companies doing it all the time. You visit a website, you got cookies now, and now they're blasting the shit out of you on an hourly basis with this offer and that offer. We don't do that. Uh, so yeah, why not ID.com to sign up for our newsletters and to get in our system so that you can also vote for the why not cam awards in the fall, you'll have an account and you can be able to vote for your favorite model, creator, performer, what have you. And then, uh, to find me, if you go to why not L a J that's my Twitter account. And then if you go to official, why not, that's my Instagram account. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on get schooled. 
pleasure. Thank you.